Luke 1, 39. And Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste into a city of Judah and entered into the house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. Whence is it to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in mine ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. And Mary said, and I want you to pay attention to what Mary's testimony is. Mary said, my soul doth magnify the Lord. And my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath done to me great things, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He hath opened his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spake to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his seed forever. And Mary abode with her about three months, and returned to her own house. And that's where we'll stop reading. That's a lot. That's more than we normally read. I know that. And we certainly deserve you priors for just a few minutes. We want to go back to verse 46. And Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord. If we had a text or a thought or anything like that, it would be magnify. Now, you, you look at me long enough, you'll be able to pick me apart. You'll see flaws maybe on my skin. Some of my hair is not where it used to be. I'm not pretty to look at. I know that. But I don't want you to see me anyway. I want to magnify the Lord. As, as I thought, as Bobby was teaching this morning about letting your light shine, I hadn't talked to him, he hadn't talked to me, but the lesson this morning kind of goes along with what I was thinking. Yeah. I want to magnify the Lord. Amen. I want to lift his name up. I don't want you to see my faults, my failures, and my sin. I want you to see my Lord. Amen. I, want you, I want you to see what he's done for me. Amen. I want you to see 
how he's blessed to be along my way. I want you to see how good that he could be to people that trust him and live for him. I want you to see how that he's had mercy on a sinner like me, a nothing and a nobody, a beggar that he made one of his own children. So I want to magnify the Lord. Here was a little virgin woman, a young maid, and maybe whatever they found out that she was expecting, I'm sure human nature is no different then from what it is now. Probably some folks talked about her because she was a little teenage girl and wasn't married and was with a child and they began to talk about her and uh, she was human just like you and I and I'm sure that hurt her on the inside. But the angel came and spoke to her and said, "You'll, you'll, you'll conceive a child and it shall be his name shall be Jesus and he shall be glorious and and so the Lord spoke to Mary and she was willing to do what God would have her to do the first step in magnifying the Lord is being a willing servant and being willing to do what God would have you to do and I'm going to let you know something being a willing servant often crosses human nature it all goes against the flesh and Satan will use that against you to say you keep your seat, you be quiet, you don't say anything, but you can't be any prettier, you can't do any better, you can't be the best you can be until you've obeyed God and magnified the Lord. All right. My soul, that's what you got to do it with anyway. Yeah, come on, Can't do it with these. You know, <clears throat> I take this finger or this finger or this finger and I hit one of those keys over there on that piano mm-hmm. and it makes a noise. Yeah. Or I'll take one of these fingers and it'll make a noise. Mm-hmm. Bobby will take his finger, he'll he'll hold the strings down and he'll take his thumb or his finger and he'll or a pick and he'll thump on one yeah. of the strings. Yeah, on that bass, and it'll make a noise. Mm-hmm. And we may hit every note. We, most of the time we don't. But we may hit every note. Come on, my and Autumn does a wonderful job singing, yeah. and she never misses a note. She does great. Mm-hmm. But until our souls <laughs> magnify the Lord, it's nothing. It's not done Until Amen. we Amen. say Come with on. all our heart Lord, to praise the name of Jesus. Amen. It's Come nothing. On. How we need to buy. This is a dark day. And Bobby's talking and he's teaching this morning. It's a dark time. Yeah. Men are turning away. And you know why we're in the shape we're in? Oh, preacher, we're a blessed nation. We're a God-fearing nation. I'm afraid we've left that status a long time Amen. ago. Come on. Amen. Uh, you say, well, preacher, surely God wouldn't allow that to happen to America. It's here, isn't it? You know why that we're in the shape that we're in? We quit fearing him. We quit magnifying him. We quit giving him the glory and the honor that he deserves. America, if you want to be great again, magnify the Lord.
My soul doth magnify the Lord. And my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. I can rejoice. Rejoice evermore. And again, I say rejoice. Why, preacher, should we rejoice? Because we've been redeemed. Because we don't have to die and go to hell. We've been saved by the grace of God. How that happened? It was through that that I did. It was through His mercy and His grace. The great God of heaven looked down on sinners like you and I and said, I'll redeem them. Is that not worthy? Then He gave you the greatest gift ever given. Is that not worthy? I've given Him thanks and rejoicing because we've been redeemed. Amen. Amen. Magnify. I'll get back. I'll get to magnify. Let's listen to what Mary has to say. For he hath regarded the low estate. Some of you come out and pray for Keith. For he hath regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations. All generations shall call me blessed. For he had regarded when I, when I was lost and undone without God and his son. He reached out his hand for me. He reached way. Woo! He reached way down for me. He regarded the lowest thing when you were as lost as lost could be. As low as you could go. God considered you that's in his son to the old Calvary. Oh, we can say today, we're redeemed. He considered that we were nothing and nobody, just a handful of us. And yet, he sent his son to bring salvation to all humanity. He has regarded the lowest state. Who were you? <laughs> Weren't you a sinner? I was. Yep. Me too. He regarded the lowest state of his handmaiden. You remember this story of Esther, how she couldn't even approach the king unless the golden scepter were laid down, were pointed toward them. I wasn't even worthy to appear before the king. Yeah. I had no right to call on him. I wasn't nothing out of nobody, but he made a way that I could get through. He made a way that I could talk to him. Oh, thank God he considered the lowest state of his handmaiden. Oh, and because he did, all generations shall call me blessed. Oh, here I am. I'm blessed. 
For he that is mighty hath done to me great things. And holy is his name. I mention this, I mention it often here lately in my preaching. I believe it's over in John. It says if everything that Jesus did was written down, the world couldn't contain the books. You're looking at a volume right here. Right here sets another volume. Right here sets another volume. For he that is mighty could you're could all the things that Jesus has done for you not fill a book? Surely, surely. For he that is mighty hath done great things to me. You'd be here all day, all night, if I told you all that God had done for me. Oh, He's been good to me. He's done great things in my life. I'm thankful. Oh, we didn't have a whole lot when I was growing up. We were what you call poor. We had a whole lot of soup beans, but we were raised in church. Thank God I heard the gospel. I got to feel a spirit move. Conviction set up on my heart. I got saved by the grace of God. He saved me. Made me a holy glory when this life is over. He has done great things for this little boy. Holy is his name. Magnify the Lord. Amen. We read where Joshua was praying to him. Moses had died. And Joshua was afraid that the children of Israel wouldn't follow him. And you know what the Lord told him he would do? He said, I'll magnify you in front of Israel so that they will know as I was with Moses, I'll be with you. And so, as they approached the river Jordan, and it was flooded and out of its banks, I don't know how far it was up out of its banks, but it was enough to be scary that you would not want to cross it at that time of the year. And the Lord told him to have the priest to take the ark Well, it's come to me, so I'm going to preach it. Now, to carry the ark, not just anybody could reach and get a hold of it. To carry the ark, you had to be someone that God recognized. Someone that God would approve of. Not just anybody could get a hold of the ark and carry it. As a matter of fact, if you wretch and got a hold of it unworthily, you'd die. Oh, and so he told Joshua to take the priest and have them take the ark. And at that time, it was on poles and they carried the poles and marched with the ark. And 
He told them to go and stand, and when their feet got in the edge of the water, down at the river Jordan, yeah. he had magnified. Yeah. And so Joshua told them to take the ark and march down to the river of Jordan, yeah. and, the, and their feet got in the edge of the water, and the Lord caused the waters to turn back. Yeah, and Israel crossed over yeah, a flooded yeah, river on. on dry ground yeah, because God wanted Israel to follow Joshua. He magnified him and showed, oh, we live in a troubled time, preacher. People won't hear the gospel anymore. We got people starving for it today. Preach up! Preach up! There's a lost and dying world needs to know that there's hope in this day and age. Amen, preacher. Amen. Magnify. Now that's an example where the Lord magnified man. But let me let you in on a little secret. For you and I, and in most instances, it's supposed to be the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> of men born of women, there was none greater than John the Baptist. But you know what? John the Baptist came forth preaching, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And the religious crowd, when they saw he was baptizing down there, here we are still down at Jordan. The religious crowd, when they saw he was still down there at Jordan baptizing, here came the Pharisees and the Sadducees to be baptized. I don't care how often you come to church. If you're not right with the Lord, you're not right with the Lord and you need to repent. And John preached this. He said, bring forth fruits, meat for repentance. Ye generation of vipers is what he called them. You know why a lot of sinners want to attend church? Because we got vipers that are in the building. Yeah, I'm, here to, I'm not talking about snake handling. I'm talking about folks that don't know how to live right. Yeah, if you want to influence your sinners and show them you have something they don't have, then live right in yeah, front of them. I know that's kind of play. And preacher, that hurts my feelings. I'm telling you how to get your people saved. Yeah. And if you want to see them saved and go to heaven, live right yeah, in front of them. John, y'all may throw me out of here. That's good preaching. Oh. That's good preaching. Magnify the Lord. That's what it's all about. Amen. When I say live right, that's what I mean. Magnify the Lord. Lift him up. Oh. My soul doth magnify the Lord. I'm not done with John the Baptist yet. <laughs> I quoted you the scripture that Jesus himself said, it's in red letters, yeah. said of men born of women, there's none greater than John the Baptist. Let's finish that. You won't tell But he said, when he was talking about the kingdom of heaven, that John would be the least. Mm -hmm. That's what he said. Let's see what John has to say about it. You won't tell Come on. Here's what the greatest man the one personally recognized by the Savior himself, 
had to say. He must increase. I must decrease. You know, in other words, I just want to magnify him. I just want to lift up his name. Here's what he had to say when he was baptized and Jesus came walking down there toward the river. He said, Behold! He didn't say, Here I am, look at me. He said, Behold, the Lamb of God that taken away the sin of the world. I don't care if it's Doug Self. I don't care if if, if it's Manson Lee or Mike Strange or whoever the pastor is at Dutch Bottoms. It's not about us. It's all about Him. Magnify the Lord. So, you know the story of Jesus. You know how he went to the cross, was crucified, rose on the third of the morning, went away in the clouds, and his disciples, the apostles, was preaching and teaching in the name of Jesus. And some of the religious crowd didn't want to hear that. Imagine that. But there were some folks that did. There was a devout man that gave alms, prayed always, and the Lord spoke to him. He wasn't a Jew. He was a Gentile. Remember this song? We used to sing this when I was a boy. Red and yellow, black and white, they are precious. Did you hear that? They are precious. He don't care if I'm poor. He don't care if I'm black. He don't care if I'm white. He don't care if I'm yellow. Jesus loves the little children. I'm glad I'm one of them. How about you? Oh, my soul doth magnify the Lord. And so the Lord spoke to a man named Cornelius. And he said, I want you to go up there to this house. There's a man named Peter there. And he's going to tell you what you need to do. Now, he didn't send him when he wasn't working on the other end while Peter was there praying and in a trance. The Lord let down a sheet and showed him all manner of beasts and commanded Peter to, to eat. And Peter said, Lord, my lips have never touched anything that's uncommon that's common or unclean. Oh, and Peter began to realize that the Lord was telling him that he could eat, that he could partake. Yeah. And so when the men from Cornelius' house got there, the Lord had already dealt with Peter, yeah. and Peter was willing to go. I'm here to tell you when the Lord said something, he will be magnified. And you know the story? When Peter got down there, Cornelius and his men bowed before him. He said, stand up, for I myself am also a man. That's all we are. I ain't no greater than Sherman. 
Sherman ain't no greater than me. I ain't no greater than Johnny. Johnny ain't no greater than me. We're just sinners. <laughs> that God had mercy Amen. on. How blessed are we? Amen. How blessed are we? So don't look at me and my fault. I want you to see Jesus when you look at this old boy. Magnify the Lord. You know what magnify means? You don't see them much anymore because we've got phones and the phones has cameras and you can take your fingers and do this and blow the image just right up. But I didn't have that when I was a boy. I had a little thing. It had a stem on it. It had a black handle. And at the top it had a silver ring. And that silver ring was a piece of glass. And you held that over what you wanted to see. And it got bigger. You could see it better. Little tiny print. Uh, you, some of you may be like me. About the time I turned 50, I got to where I couldn't read that stuff anymore. That little old print. I even had to get a new Bible. Because I got to where I couldn't read the words. And still at that, I, I use these things. And when I put these on, it magnifies whatever's in front of them. Makes it bigger. Makes it more apparent. Makes it easier for me to see. So, with this little boy, don't look at my faults and my failures. I would just want to magnify the fine print in life. I just want to magnify the thing that makes me tick. I just want to magnify the reason that I get up in the morning. I just want to magnify the reason I have peace in my heart. I want you to read the fine print. Whoa! I've got Jesus on the inside. Let me just magnify him. <laughs> so they prayed and Peter began to preach and tell them about Jesus and they received him as their savior do you know how the Jews knew that it wasn't through some dry testimony Don't misunderstand me. I know we've got different denominations that believe different things. All I can do is tell you about my personal experience. Paul was never jot until the law. But when it came to talking before Caesar, when it came to talking before Festus, all the government officials, he didn't go back and lay out the history of the law. He told them what happened on the road to Damascus. <laughs> I bowed and said, all I know to say, I said, Jesus, please save me. Yep. And I said that over and over and over, and about the fourth or fifth time, that fear I had on the inside just lifted. The burden I had was just gone. I felt so good on the inside. We got done praying. Daddy was still on his knees, and I was eight. And I stood up, 
when I stood up, I was about eye to eye with him, Roger. He said, do you feel better? I said, yes, I do. Yeah. I was still the little ruddy boy to look at. There was nothing different. But on the inside, if you could read the fine print, it's insane. If you could read the fine print, Dennis, up in the heaven where the book of life is, on that day, a little boy's name got wrote. And I can magnify the Lord. Amen. Amen. Bless you, Bob. You want to know how the Jews knew that the Gentiles had received the Holy Ghost? Amen. They began to magnify Amen. the Lord. Amen. What do you got? What do you got? What's the fine print saying about your life? What do you got? You got a reason to carry on? The Lord never said we wouldn't have trouble. The Lord never said that we wouldn't face heartache. The Lord never said that we wouldn't worry. But he said we have a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. I have found a friend in Jesus. He's everything to me. He's the fairest of 10,000 to my soul. Yes, amen. Though all the world forsake me, right by my side he'll be. Oh, he said he'd never leave us. He'd never forsake us. I've heard preachers preach. I've read on it about how little David faced Goliath. The Philistines just didn't read the fine print. They didn't read it. If they looked close enough, they could have seen David wouldn't belong. Why David even told them, they just wouldn't listen. He said, my God is able to deliver you into my hands. Just remember when the storms come, when the winds blow, when the rains fall, you're never, never alone. You've got somebody with you, so don't worry about standing out, fitting in. Just magnify the Lord. What do we got at Dutch Bottoms? How can people tell? Now, it's not just me. If you look at me, you can find lots of faults and failures. Times I've sinned and come short. Just pick you somebody out. All have sinned. Amen. All have sinned and come short. But I'll tell you, if I'm trying my best to magnify the Lord, I'm not going to worry about what my provision, let me get it out right, my peripheral vision catches. Because I'm going to be too busy holding up the name of the Lord, letting people know, folks. Yeah. My soul doth magnify the Lord. 
for he hath considered the lowest state of his handmaiden. From henceforth, all generations shall call me blessed. Remember that song? You're like me. Your mom and daddy raised you in church. I'd say we're blessed, Kiva. Always had a place to sleep. Clothes to wear and food to eat. God has been so good to me. Thank you, Lord, for mom and dad. Yeah, best friends. You like me and Kiva. The best friends on earth I've had. God has been so good to me. God has been so good to me. I'm thankful for a fine family. How about this time? The little church that I attend. And for all my Christian friends, God has been so good to me. Marty sent me a thing this week, a text. It was an article. Talked about how they kill people in North Korea for carrying a Bible. <coughs> so we'll sing this verse. Thank God I live where men are free. Yeah. Where there's love and liberty. God. <laughs> God has been so good to me. If all I had, he took away. Then I'd still have to say, God has, God has been so good to me. God has been so good to me. I'm thankful for a fine family, the little church that I attend. And for all my Christian friends, God has been so good to me. Now you can use your magnifying glass to focus on your problems. You could use your magnifying glass to focus on your troubles. You could use your magnifying glass to focus on your sin or the sin of others. But I want my soul to magnify the Lord. Amen. Amen. Come on, Mark, you know, if you will, play us a verse. Amen. 